Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. How am I supposed to fill out my football pool if I'm doing this silly show? Because it's Friday, Bob. Okay. Get your drums. Happy, happy Friday. Crank it up. Nobody wants to work. It's America. We shouldn't have to work. Come on, Joe Biden. Give us a couple of checks at socialism thing. Yeah, you're not an immigrant. Oh. See. Now, if you would run, see you all. See if you would run away. Yeah. Come back across the border. We get you a free apartment in Maine. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. In Maine, uh-huh. two years rent free. Yeah, they're yeah. building a brand new building. And it is specifically for migrants, not for regular homeless folks like, you know, citizens. Remember that term, citizens? Veterans, maybe? Veterans? Yeah. Uh, no. They're cut off as well. Yeah. <sighs> um, good morning. It's 8.07. Your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Top story, U.S.-U.K. coalition strikes against the uh, Houthi rebels in Yemen. And there's already some blowback, even with the Democrats. They're mad that... Joe Biden didn't come to them. Wow! Uh, first, yeah, didn't didn't tell uh, mm-hmm. a Congress what was going on. They didn't didn't tell the Palestinian, the the, the Hamas lover up there. Uh, no, to leave. Yeah. But but I can tell you who is just becoming a bigger and bigger fan of of Joe Biden. What China? Okay, China has reportedly become the world's top exporter of cars, surpassing Japan and well ahead of the U.S. China is now the world's largest exporter of cars, thanks to a massive 62% jump in light vehicle exports in 2023. And remember, this is before they really ramp up the EV stuff Mm. and ship that all over the world because they've cornered the market pretty much. So, yeah, and you can thank Joe Biden. China's vehicle exports hit nearly 5.3 million last year. At a value of 102 billion, Japan saw its exports uh, exports come in at 4.3 million, so uh, a million less. China's closeness to Russia has helped make the communist country a powerhouse in the auto industry. Russia, Mexico, and other emerging markets, along with Europe, were behind the surge in China's vehicle exports. Last year, Breitbart reported China's surge to the top of exports thanks to sanctions on Russia by Western nations, including the U.S., which were imposed following the war in Ukraine. Hmm. While Western nations pulled out of Russia's auto market, I don't know if you remember that, 
But yeah, there was investments being made. They were going to build cars. There. It was it was quite a big deal. Mm-hmm. And then they all left. So Chinese automakers are like, uh, <clears throat> we can just take over. Yeah, and they did. In 2023, Russia became the number one buyer of China-made cars, and now six of the top ten most popular car brands in Russia are Chinese automakers. Well, think about it if you go down, and it gets not a slam to any dealers. I don't think we have a Buick dealer on the air right now. Anyway, uh, the Buick Envision that you buy here is made in China. Get out. The upcoming Invista to be made in China. Get out. Yep, and that's Buick, which is a premium brand in China. They look at those like kind of we do a... You know, a Mercedes or something like that. It is weird how it's all twisted up. Like, I drove a Hyundai. Mm-hmm. I think that was put together in Alabama. Yep. And there may be more American and Canadian parts on it than on some American products. Well, you go uh, you go buy a lot of uh, premium European vehicles made in, made in uh, Mexico. And how many trucks are made in Canada and or Mexico? Mm-hmm. A bunch. They've got a, I mean, Mexico is a, you don't think about it. It's a big auto industry. Everybody is there. Are they still making the Volkswagen Bug there? That finally stopped. It Fi- did. Finally did. Yeah. Yeah. You couldn't import them, I guess, because yeah. their safety, safety standards measures, were different, yeah. and they were making them as inexpensive, oh, I guess, yeah. as they could. Yeah. So the EV market, yeah, it is. Uh, it, it is basically cornered. By the Chinese, the rare earth minerals, all a part of that. Battery making stuff. We don't even, we can't even really effectively do the whole process here in the U.S. Mm-hmm. We're working on it, apparently. Could be a year or two away. Isn't that sick? It's sad. But yet you've got these mandates coming from uh, government people like Joe Biden, uh-huh. like Governor Newsom. And Democrats are, 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 even signed up on some of this stuff, and that is to stop Biden from giving a waiver uh, to companies that are selling, you know, Chinese product EVs. The tax incentives were supposed to be designed uh, for American-made EVs, and he says, now I'm going to issue a waiver. Mm -hmm. And you'd think, well, you can't just do that. Well, apparently he can. So Congress said, no, you can't. Both the House and the Senate both have bills that have passed, and they could put those two together, and they will, and send them to the president. But the president's just going to veto it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's more money going to China. Is that by accident? It just seems like most of the moves that our president has made turns out to be either directly or indirectly beneficial to China I mean, could and the be, Chinese Communist Party. Could he be any more obvious? But yet Amer- a lot of Americans are blind to it. But it's right there in front of your face. Yeah, no, he no, he couldn't be on the take. He he couldn't have uh-huh. that kind of relationship, you know, with, with China. No. no. Right. But, but Donald Trump could be an agent for the Russian government. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Schiff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got the proof, though. He's, oh, he's got the proof. I did mention uh, Gavin Newsom. Yeah, it, it, he's the guy that's going to force his his people into the electric cars even sooner than the rest of the country. True. Uh, right now, though, and he's got another harebrained idea. This time to dip into the state's rainy day fund to help fill the hole that is the state's thirty eight billion dollar deficit. How much? 
38 billion. Billion. Yeah. And yet some people like him but don't like our governor and you look at our budget in Florida in comparison. Well, wait. It gets worse. Really? Because just a year previous, yeah. just a year previous, they had a surplus of 100 billion. So not only wow. did they spend all of the surplus, they went into the red to the tune of 38 billion. Wow. And I thought I could spend. Yeah. That's like that's worse than you like at a at an outlet mall, you know, buying some shirts or something. <laughs> Jackets. Yeah. Uh, and Newsom also is dipping into the state savings to prevent budget cuts in areas such as education. He's going to try to defend it any way he can. But, yeah, California mm. is not in great shape because they haven't had great leadership for a long time. They've always been lucky, though. I, I read a piece a few years back in the New York Times that basically – kind of talked about the economic ups and downs of California. And they're always, like, rescued from their uh, hmm. from their crazy spending by really? something like, you know, the tech bubble. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, something comes along and kind of rescues them, and they did sort of a timeline thing. And so what's going to happen now? What's their rescue going to be? Because ah. a lot of folks are leaving that state. So apparently they never learn their lesson because they keep getting... It's, it's like a Do child Do Democrats gets ever lear, learn their lesson? Okay, good point. Mo' money, mo' money, mo' money. Yeah. Out of your pocket. Yeah. yeah. I think everybody could be pretty good at spending someone else's money. That does not make you special. Mm. $38 billion. After having an excess... Of $100 billion, Nearly $100 billion. It was like $98 billion. Just, That's just amazing. What's a few billion among friends? Oh, yeah. Yeah. When it's 500 bucks just to get a little grub at the yeah. French Laundry. Uh-huh. See you there, Governor Gavin. You, yeah. you metrosexual, you. At least. It's 8.15 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here, and welcome to it. It's Friday, the weekend, 97.3 The Sky. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Dana Lash. 10 p.m. Nights. There is an absolute strategy to get Western governments to turn on Western citizens. And by Western, I mean anything that's free. On 97.3. The Sky. Good morning and welcome. Happy Friday. It's 820. Your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. 
It's the Bob Rose Show, along with Greg Cassidy. Morning, Greg. Happy Friday. Hey, look, everybody wants to get, you know, awards. It's nice to get recognition. Who wouldn't like that, right? Sure. And ESPN, well, you know, they've got some pretty good products. Yeah. That game day, I don't know if you ever watched that, but it's on Saturday mornings during college football season, and they just really do uh, a a great job. Mm -hmm. And it's well-produced. And, the, you know, the crowds are there. You just get a You're ready for college football after watching that show. They really have done a great job with it. And they've gotten a number of awards over the year. I mean, individually, these, these crews are doing well. Well, some of it may be fake. Excuse me? The network made up fake names for Emmy Awards in order to obtain statuettes for on-air talent who would have otherwise been ineligible to receive the awards. And guess who busted them? The actual National Academy of Television Arts and Sciences, where your Emmy would come from. They Mm. oversee the Emmys. They uh, uncovered this scheme that has been going on for a while. ESPN had operated this scheme since 2010 by submitting the names of fake individuals. They would use... The same initials, mm-hmm. but they wouldn't use their real names. Okay. And they put things under the guise of associate producers and things like that. The scheme helped to secure hardware for on-air talent uh, behind the success of College Game Day. Wow. Now, the hosts were not eligible to be honored for Best Show Award until 2023 because there are separate categories for individual awards. Some members of our team were clearly wrong in submitting certain names that may go back to 1997. Whoops. In Emmy categories where they were not eligible for recognition or statuettes. This was a misguided attempt to recognize on-air individuals who were important members of our production team. That's the statement that they gave uh, to the New York Post. Once current leadership was made aware, we apologized um, uh, to the folks from, you know, that, that, that put out those awards for violating guidelines and work closely with them to completely overhaul our submission process to safeguard against anything like this happening again. Here's the kind of stuff they would do. Okay, so like Lee Corso, everybody knows him, right? Okay. Yep. So he had a fake name, at least for these statuettes, Lee Clark. Kirk Herbstreet was Kirk Henry. Uh Chris Fowler was Chris Fulton. Desmond Howard, Dirk Howard. Oh, my. Tom Rinaldi, Tim Richard. Uh, Samantha Ponder Mm -hmm. was Stephen Ponder. Well, that that could have been a whole different thing that happened there, though. Well, just saying. Well, uh, and apparently. Uh, it, it may include Aaron Rodgers having received an Emmy through the scheme. That Ooh. hasn't been completely uh, confirmed, but if it did, the name Eric Andrews was on the list. Yeah. Um, Hopefully and, all you don't have to do is just say, I'm sorry, and it's okay. Like, you had this whole scheme for 20 years. Oh, well, yeah, we'll... We're sorry, and we'll change the way we do things. And so what was the purpose of it? According to one insider, this is what they said, quote, you have to remember that those personalities are so important, and they have egos. (laughs) So that makes it okay? Well, uh, I mean, yeah, it's okay to uh, placate this, you know, these huge egos because they're bringing success to your your product, to your network, whatever. Um, Hmm. But... It could come with a cost. Like, 
how stupid would they feel and are going to feel now that this is oh yeah out yeah like oh they had to feed the egos by taking these statuettes scratching out and they did they literally like changed you know the names to fit wow. who they handed them to and and apparently there's no evidence that the on air talent was in on it i mean why would they be so you've got this huge ego your boss basically to make you happy has this huge scheme mm-hmm. you get a fake award and now they're going to take it away yeah what's that do for your ego yeah and uh, yeah it's so oh, that's going to be embarrassing it's just bizarre it is when it's you look ESPN, at for goodness sakes yeah they should have known but and they've got it they've got a great product they just yeah. they, they weren't eligible for that type of emmy award because they have to be submitted or whatever not under a show but as individuals and so they how would they, they faked think, it how would they think that the folks who actually hand them out wouldn't eventually go wait a minute we didn't have one for that person right well that's part of what happened i think it was linda Cohn, oh. one of the a long time yeah. uh showing off emmy statuettes uh that apparently she would have been ineligible to receive and and there were some photos i guess of that and that may have been part of the exposure to the issue that's just that's just what would you expect? really embarrassing that's stupid that is stupid yeah we had to, you know why don't you just make up your own award it'd be safer then you don't have a legit back you know background people who are going wait a minute that's not right no you go to a trophy store Heck, yes. heck, if you're doing what you're doing, pick them up secondhand for like five bucks a piece. Yeah, a couple of bucks. You put a new, new and you uh, just put a new yeah. label on it. Yeah, you get that for a few dollars. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Eight twenty-seven on the Bob Rose Show. Wow. That's just yeah. ESPN. I mean, we knew they were screwed up. They've they've become this political machine, not a sports network. We know they're wackadoodle anyway, but we didn't know they were just plain crazy on decision making we do now where's all the white people around here excuse me we need more whiteies says the army really they might not have said it exactly like i just said it and maybe then again they did that doesn't sound like a uh, recruitment campaign no they're desperate okay maybe it is a recruiting campaign yeah (laughs) we need us some pasty white folk over here oh my yeah a27 Can you tell it's Friday? I can. Oh, yes, Friday. Let's make it a great one, folks. Thanks for tuning in to the Bob Rose Show, along with Greg Cassidy, live and loco on 97.3 The Sky. Misinformation. Whether it's from the mainstream media or your brother-in-law's Facebook posts, you need the sky to cut through the static of election 2024. Every move. We are going to have the largest deportation effort in the history of our country. Every candidate. we got to support Israel in worded and deed in public and in private. These fellas don't know how to talk about abortion. I said we'd invest in all of America. Your election headquarters. We're leading by so much. News Talk 97.3. The Sky. Happy, happy Friday. Welcome to at 8.33 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. And you can follow the sky and never miss a minute of the Bob Rose Show. One click. Thesky973.com slash follow or on the Odyssey app. And you'll get the Bob Rose Show podcast with every minute of the show. That sounds so easy. It is easy. Even a DJ could do it. Yeah.
Yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody. Oh, no. I'm sorry I prompted that. Hey, everybody. I apologize, folks. I'm sorry I woke up his inner DJ. Yep. Because he went to broadcasting school. I, I did. He did. I did. And I passed. That's the amazing part. It is. That's part- you know, I just have to, because I, I was very fortunate. I did not, quote, have to go to school for it. I started at a small town podunk radio station when I was 16. So I just kind of got paid to, to learn how to do it, you know, all $3 an hour. Uh, but I have to wonder, what was it like? What was the crowd? What was the class like? Like, the the personalities, if you will, the characters who maybe were the disruptive kids in school what was the, what was the class like for you well the, the, the classes the classes were were small okay but they were kind of in, interval like you could start i guess but i don't know anywhere in six months but the, you're kind of rotating through this big building okay that had different studios in it and ah, you start with okay. the most basic Studio, okay, and I think it may have had like only one turntable, for instance. Well, you didn't even get the mix between the two. No, no segues yet. No, okay. no segues yet. And All then right. you're just, and then along with that, mm-hmm. you're learning theory uh, on how to pass the FCC first class licensing exam, which would make you theoretically like a chief engineer of a radio station, even though. You don't have the requisite skills. The idea was back in the day hmm. to hire somebody who had what, what they call maybe a first ticket. Because all you needed was your third if you wanted to just to be broadcast. a DJ. Right. But remember, the Brown Institute promised job placement. Oh, and to make you more valuable yes. to some of these stations that maybe didn't have full-time engineer and some were supposed to be required to have that. I had no idea that they made you. That's why you, you got your yeah, first. Yeah, you would fulfill that requirement. So, yeah, you basically studied, well, the second class test was 100 questions. First class was 50 questions. So you had to memorize basically the answers because Mm. if you picked up your pencil and started doing uh, the math, you'd be lost. And I saw my friend Jimmy K. picked up his pencil. I said, oh, Oh, man. Oh, there he went. but But he passed it the second time. I said, don't, I, no I said, don't even go there. You remember the answer that was on. We did flashcards. We practiced and stuff. I mean, wow. We, but anyway, so you move from studio to studio, and it gets more and more complex, and they add more things in. Mm-hmm. You would take turns doing little intros at first. Sure. Then you would take turns doing, like, full 60-second commercials. And it, it went from there. And the idea was at the end of the process, which was just about a year, like, like a 40-week yeah. uh, you know, regular school, and the idea was to put together a tape right. that you could shop around that made you sound. The goal was to make you sound like you'd actually been doing it right. full-time for a year. Wow. You, you know what I mean? Because they that's kind very, of... They were very detailed in how they were going to prepare you. Because a lot of... You know, face it. How many careers we've seen? Go to school and learn this. And it's it's just a money grab. You're not qualified for anything when you get out. They can't help you get a job. This seems like they were legitimately trying to do the best they could for you. Well, I mean, there were two schools, one in Minneapolis and one in in Fort Lauderdale at the time that were uh, under this umbrella, Brown Institute, it was called. And our most famous graduate that I recall was Mm -hmm. Wink Martindale. Are you serious? Yeah. I like him. Yeah. He's a good guy. And, And then when I got into working in radio, I've had several friends that I worked with, um, that were graduates as well. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, so it, for, it wasn't just a bunch of misfits that decided, I don't want a real job. I didn't I say that. De- I never oh, said that. Okay. <laughs> the interesting thing is, looking back at it now, uh-huh. I'm wondering if 
anybody in my, you know, let's say there were 12 in that particular. In that cycle. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't know that there's anybody other than me. Really? That is still in it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So people cave in and get real jobs. I mean, it's amazing. What do they do with all that money? I, you know, that's the thing. I don't know, but they don't have time to spend it because real jobs require real hours. Well, forget that. That's crazy talk. <laughs> yeah, because we like getting up at three something in the morning. It's worth it. Yeah, it is. No complaints here. And we're here. We love what we do. Yeah, and the military. Yeah, they are not doing well getting people who want to go to work. Really, specifically white folk. Okay, what's the problem here? The army's recruiting of white soldiers in 2023 had dropped almost by half in the last five years. The dramatic decline has coincided with a push by the service to increase recruitment of more diverse populations. The decline of white recruits also coincided with them missing its target of 65,000 recruits. They missed it by 10,000. Ouch, that hurts. Military.com reported Wednesday the Army internal data showed that a total of 44,000 new Army recruits were categorized by the service as white in 2018, but that number had fallen each year to a low of 25,000 in 2023. They reported a 6% dip from 22 to 23, which was the most significant drop. Hmm. No other uh, demographic group had seen such a decline. Yeah, well, you know... Also, the fact that, you know, they're heading toward this whole woke thing. Absolutely. And I think that that normally you'd have, mm-hmm. for instance, you know, conservative, patriotic-minded parents. Sure. Perhaps they they served and they know uh, the honor that it is mm-hmm. and also the opportunities that can be provided. And so some would actually, you know, invite their children to say, hey, there's some opportunities and options here. Yeah. You should at least look into it. But haven't we seen a few stories of folks who, uh, with military backgrounds, that kind of thing, who said they would not recommend their kids right. joining the service? That's what changed. And, and uh, i got to tell you, a lot of it took place uh, when Biden got oh, in yeah. there. And this, this whole ridiculous mm-hmm. woke agenda, this, this DEI thing. Yeah. Diversity, equity. I... I, I have an article here. i got to dig it up. But you will not believe the amount of money that universities are spending to promote their DEI programs. I'll give you one example. Okay. University of Michigan. Yeah. $30 million one year. I think they've got like 122 employees. This is just to run the diversity, equity, what's the inclusion. I for? Inclusion. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't include inclusion. Yeah, you left them out. How rude. Isn't that crazy? It, it, it's unfathomable to believe that you'd ever have a part of your budget that just does that. Because we, we were on a good track of, again... People being, you know, based on your achievements, based on you know, the things that you've done, your your color, who you want to sleep with, all these things had nothing to do with it, and we've all been turned upside down over the last few years, and what a mess we now have. Yeah, I, and I've got more numbers that I'll share with you coming up in a little bit, too. It, it's it's it Really, if I wasn't reading it with my own eyes, I would find it difficult to believe. Right. And and by the way, these are a lot of universities where you'll, you'll have staffers that are underpaid, and they always talk about how they don't have any money. 
<laughs> well, you do. You're just spending it on the wrong stuff. Exactly. Not your people. Yeah. And, of course, they don't want to touch oh. their endowments. No. All right. Texas. Hmm. Governor Abbott. Yeah. We like this guy. Yeah, he's good. Apparently, he seizes Eagle Pass Border Park without any warning to combat the migrant crisis. Okay. Yeah, he took control of a public park in a border city that's plagued by illegal immigration, uh, but he never warned the mayor of the town there. Okay. Eagle Pass Mayor Rolando Salinas said the state sees Shelby Park erecting fences to keep out citizens and even federal border agents without any notice as part of Abbott's emergency declaration to combat the migrant crisis. Uh, Shelby Park abuts up to the Rio Grande. It's been flooded with migrants crossing into Texas via the dangerous river. This is not a decision we agreed to, Mayor Salinas said in an impassioned speech on Thursday. This is not something we wanted. This is not something we asked for. Wednesday night, fencing had already blocked off the entrances and military trucks were parked inside. According to Salinas, Texas Department of Public Safety told Eagle Pass officials that the state was seizing the 50-acre public park through a disaster declaration. Mm. An authority uh, Texas officials have used before on the border. In addition to reportedly offering no timetable, the state would not disclose how long they anticipated holding control over the park, meaning that a trove of events and festivals planned for the spring could be canceled. Wow. This will be denying access, the mayor said. Again, this is not the city of Eagle Pass denying access to the park. This is the state using that emergency declaration. The abrupt blockage has even extended to U.S. Border Patrol agents, insiders told CBS News. Texas National Guard units prevented the border agents from patrolling Shelby Park, which has been used in recent weeks to hold migrants Mm. in an outdoor staging area before their trans... Uh, ported for further processing. Well, wait a second. You can't have it both ways. The mayor claiming that this is going to hurt them from holding festivals and other things. Mm-hmm. Ooh, what are you, you're going to hold a festival and also use it as a staging area for thousands of illegals? I of course not. I don't think so. Yeah. No. Way to go, Governor. Texas will continue to deploy Texas National Guard soldiers, DPS troopers, and more barriers utilizing every tool and strategy to respond to President Biden's ongoing border crisis. That was a statement that came from the governor's office, Jim Abbott. They say Jim Jim Abbott? I meant Greg. Uh, yeah. Jim Abbott was a one-armed pitcher. Which one? The one from University of Mich- oh, Michigan. Okay. One arm pitcher. I mean, which arm? Oh, which arm? Was your right? Was now, that's right a good here? question. Yeah. I think he was kind of been lefty. I don't know. But not politically. No. 845 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Friday's here. That means the weekend's here. Enjoy. 97.3 The Sky. Americans pay about $5 billion to control termite and repair their damage every year. There's no question that termites can be destructive, but many people underestimate exactly how much damage, yikes, these little buggers can do to a home. Termites cause more property damage every year than thunderstorms, blizzards, earthquakes, and floods combined. Termite damage may not even be covered by your home insurance policy, which means you're often left to pay the bill. 
Call Pacific Coast Termite today at 800-PACIFIC. Now, even if you don't think you have termites, still call Pacific Coast Termite for a free home inspection. Certain restrictions apply. No tenting, no double bagging your food, no pet sitting. I'll mention KCBS and get 10% off termite treatments and a two-year guarantee on their work. Call 800-PACIFIC, 800-PACIFIC, or go to PacificCoastTermite.com. Pacific Coast Termite kills termites. The clean, friendly way. Afternoons at 3. What's happening around our country? Sean Hannity. The chanting. This world's gone mad. Anybody with a conscience knows who the victim is. On 97.3 The Sky. So what do you got for us? Come on, executive producer. Come on. You're looking at me? Come on. Are you talking to I'm me? I'm talking to you. <laughs> it's 851. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Happy, happy Friday. Top story, U.S. and U.K. coalition strike against the Houthi uh, rebels and the blowfish. Who? Hootie and the blowfish rebels. Uh, hmm. no, no, it's not a joke. Uh, well, it is a joke it, to Joe Biden. Is. Yeah. It's a joke to Joe Biden because the Houthis are known around the world as a terrorist organization. They were known to the United States government as a terrorist organization. Then Joe Biden took office and he changed that. They were no longer a terrorist organization. Well, the rest of the world still thinks they are because, do you know why? Because they are. I mean, it's just more Biden buffoonery. It never ends. Why would you do that? Why would you change that designation? And you have to wonder, oh, that's right. That's right. Wait, follow the money. Who pays the Houthi rebels to do what they do? Because, you know, last time I checked, everybody has to eat. So you have to get something. Yeah, I know. Some are just, you know, the cause is so pure for them. They can live on air. But for most people, they're getting paid. Who's paying them? Iran. (gasps) Oh, that's the same Iran that Biden seems to be awfully buddy-buddy with. I mean, begging them to get back into the nuclear deal that was completely one-sided, impossible to police, doesn't benefit us, and still leads to nuclear uh, weapons-grade materials eventually for Iran anyway. <sighs> All right. So, yeah, the Houthi rebels. Oh, and by the way, some Democrats are mad, but here's what they're doing. They say, we're mad because you never came to Congress and told us uh, that you were going to do this. But some of them, like in the squad, I think they're mad because they didn't get a heads up so they could maybe, I don't know, warn people. I don't think that's an outrageous claim to make. And the fact that it's not outrageous is pretty outrageous, right? That you have members of Congress that are actually pro-Hamas. Yeah. All right. Uh, A remote island is looking to pay two people to live there this summer. Pay pay somebody to live on your island this summer. Yeah, what's the catch? Well, on a private island, you'd be uh, off the coast of Ireland. Okay. It would be entirely free. In fact, they'll pay you and a bestie to spend the entire season. It's supposed to be beautiful, picturesque. 
Uh, it's called the Great Blasket Island. Okay. It has a seal colony there. Wow. Right? Okay. You're not going to be lonely. Endless ocean views, memorable scenery, and prehistoric sites. So you're wondering what the catch is, right? Yes, because there's got to be one. You're not there to soak up the sun. Yeah, assuming there is much of it. I mean, an island off the coast of an island off the coast of Ireland. Yeah, it could be rainy and, and foggy, yeah, and right. yeah. Uh, but rather, you're there to run the island, which apparently a lot of people visit during the warmer months. So you have to run the island's cafe and host guests at four adjacent holiday cottages. Now, there is a small salary involved. Uh, The job description didn't divulge the details, but this definitely sounds like there's some work required here. You know what I mean? You're not just on the premises just to kind of oversee it. You are going to be working. But that still sounds like kind of a cool opportunity. Hmm. I wonder if they'd let college students do it or if, you know what I mean? Uh, It might be a great gig for teachers. That yeah, are off for the yeah, summer. That's true. Yeah. Hmm. So I don't know. It, it kind of just, uh, the way you're describing it, I mean, I guess there's guests there, so that's the difference, because I think of a couple and their son that got sent to the mountains in the winter to take care of an old hotel building, and that didn't work out too well. And here's something crazy. Yeah. Um, well, so the immigrants are all going to take, you know, our jobs. Yeah. And so we might have to go and, and look into this job, because apparently... You need to speak English. Oh. Yeah. We, hey, we do that all the time. Right. We're qualified. Right. And I'm even Irish. Part of me, you know. Huh. The, the good part. Oh, yeah. Hi, <laughs> laddie. I'm sure. Look I'm what glad time the, it is, Bob. I'm glad the weekend's here. Yeah. Well, look at the clock. I know. Did you believe that? Yeah, it's a good thing. Nine o'clock stretch? Yeah. Is that coming up? That's it. Next. Sure is. All right. I like it. A lot of headlines. A couple of opinions thrown in. Maybe even slightly entertaining from time to time. It's all part of the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy right here on 97.3 The Sky. Don't go anywhere. Hang in there. Here's what's trending on the sky. Albert Schell Jr. Is, is responsible for one of the more heinous acts that we've seen in Ocala in a long time. The news that's trending. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin hospitalized. National Security Council didn't know it. White House didn't know it. The news that's now. Illegal immigration. This is a national crisis that has to be resolved by Congress. The news station. Hello, Iowa. The MAGA Republicans, led by a defeated president. Now, more news. Updates every half hour. Breaking news at once on News Talk 97.3. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.